Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm joined by my co-host and wife, Joanne. If this is your first time listening, we are a married couple. We have two kids. We are gamers ourselves. So parents, gamers, and we talk about all that kind of stuff as well as just life in general. And speaking of life, a little bit crazy right now and with all eyes on Ukraine and I'm sure everyone in the world kind of knows about what's going on over there and I uh, would say that our, our hearts definitely go out to anyone in Ukraine right now. Yeah, I know. It's it's so crazy how this is happening in this century and in this age where I thought this war stuff would only be like, you know, something that we read about and learn in our history classes. I never in a million years expect that um, this would happen again right now, you know, so especially like during the COVID season too. I mean, it was a couple of years of crazy COVID stuff. And then we thought things would kind of simmer down, you know, and life getting back to normal, but not for some countries apparently. So I'm, I'm just like surprised and shocked, I guess. It's crazy to see a full on, you know, country invasion, you know, in today's days and, and it's just so unheard of and it's just, it's wild. It's heartbreaking, really. Like, I have friends there, um, people I know, a few friends of mine, and they are just definitely- Just to clarify where? Uh, there as in, in Russia. Um, but they're pro-peace, they're against this, but they are also impacted by it because, you know, they have relatives and, and friends in Ukraine as well. Because it's just like next door. So it's just saddening, um, definitely. Keeping them in our prayer and, and hoping that peace comes back ASAP. Absolutely, for sure. And secondary to, to all of this, um, now I'm joining, obviously you know this, but I'm sure not everyone who's listening does, but I, I also work in the oil and gas industry and um, just seeing how the world politics and everything really affect the global fuel markets and... Um, you know, I'm sure if you're, so at least especially here in the U.S., if you're uh, filling up at the pump, I'm sure you've noticed, especially by the time this episode comes out, uh, how much gas prices have gone up and diesel prices going up and, you know, how all the, the Russia-Ukraine conflict and uh, government sanctions and all that really affect all of that and really plays into to what I have to do for work. That's just kept uh, me extremely, extremely busy. Work's just been really crazy. Yeah. I agree. It's all tied together, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of been this last week, kind of barely finding time to put together a podcast episode. Um, you know, obviously still finding a little bit of time to game um, this last week, too, um, what, this, what this podcast is all about. So we'll kind of get into exactly more about that in a little bit later. But for now, Joanne, what do you got for us? Let's lighten the mood some, folks. Um... We're back to the card game, our moments, the couples edition, and we're going to answer one question from the card before we jump into the game of the week, because it is a way for us to build 
、um, the bond and to let you guys know us better. So this question from this card today: If social media didn't exist, how would your life be different? So should I、uh, jump on that one first? Sure, go ahead. All right. So my experience is very light.、Um, I mean, I've had a Facebook for a long time, but besides that, I guess LinkedIn I have had for a while, just from the career aspect and the business professional and and all of that. But really, besides that and Facebook, I don't really get into social media much. That's true.、Uh, I don't have an Instagram or a Twitter or a what else is there? TikTok.、Mm-hmm. I do. I did have a MySpace back in the day when that was a thing. That was so long ago. Which I have not been to MySpace in a, at least a decade、years. or two. Yeah, ten <laughs> years. I was gonna say yeah, a decade.、Same、yeah,、thing. but I remember everyone was into that. It was before Facebook and everything. But、um, yeah, so for me, and I don't really use social media that much. I mean, I have an account mostly so that my family members can tag me on stuff.、Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, obviously. Joanne will tag me on stuff, and I have to go in and like everything.、Um, oh yeah, just to you know, to, otherwise she'll think I don't. I don't actually like it. Yeah, you know, you got to hit the button. Make sure you do that. So yeah, because liking it in real life, like saying I like it in real life, is different from liking it on Facebook. So <laughs> I don't know. You couples out there, you let me know if this is a thing. You know, if your significant other gets mad at you for not liking their stuff on Facebook, liking your stuff on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I'm just curious like, how that works for other people because you know I'm not like a huge Facebook user, but like if if I get tagged on stuff, especially with Joanne, like I'll go in, I'll look at the stuff, and I'll close it, I'll move on to the next thing or whatever, and then don't necessarily think twice about you know. Liking or doing emotes or you know commenting and all this kind of crazy stuff.、Um, Was it's not really that crazy? I guess it's probably normal <laughs> for a lot of people.、Yeah. Um, you know, and then she'd be like, "Oh, did you see this post?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I did. I loved this picture. You know, this one was really good. This was my favorite." And she'd be like, "Well, did you like it?" And I said, "Yeah." It said, "I really liked this one. This was my favorite." You know, I thought that was pretty clear. But she's like, "Well, no. Did you hit the like button on the post?" But、oh, I think I may have forgotten. So like that becomes like a bigger deal, you know. So we'll we'll it's kind of funny about that. Yeah, it's it's just weird. I know it's maybe it's just my kind of thing. I think the, you just think about social media differently than me. Exactly.、And、to me, it's like not really important. It's about like the pictures and videos and stuff, and less about the other little stuff. Which I think you just have a different approach to or thought of. So, but yeah, go ahead and. and Get into that, but it's so funny how like you you knew how much it means to me, and then nowadays you don't even question me anymore. You'll be like just going in and liking it or loving it, you know. <laughs> and thank you, I appreciate that. But for me, if social media didn't exist, how would your life be different? Well, for starters, we wouldn't have that argument about you liking it. <laughs> or loving it, and I would just say I liked it, and then that would be all I could do. I know it probably wouldn't take so much of my time because Instagram is so addictive. Like I have to delete it off my phone if I need a break from it. I can't. I can't just like stop checking it out. It's. Well, I think sometimes I, you do it like even by habit, right? Like yeah, it's I know there's times like you try to give it up, and then you'll like open it and then be like, oh shoot, I'm not supposed to. You know, exactly. You to- like. How easy for me to go onto my Instagram is like how natural it is for you to go onto your Hearthstone on your mobile. Yeah, or even just checking like work email. Like if I have a spare two minutes, you know, if I'm just on my phone, oh, so let me let me check what's going on. You yeah, know, just just like habitual 
you know, I'm really big on, on Facebook, Instagram, um, and what was it? What was the other thing? TikTok. I used, I used to be like heavy on TikTok, but now I've deleted TikTok so that I could spend more time in reality and also like just being in the present, you know, being present with my family. <laughs> and that's what we gamer parents need to do. Like we already spend time gaming at night. So during the day, we have to be like as present as we can with the family apart from working and stuff. So that's juggling the life part that we spoke about this podcast right kev yeah i mean i've noticed if there's especially a lot of things especially on our mobile devices nowadays that you just have like so many different apps and social media and games and there's so many reasons to be on your phone and so we kind of have to put an effort into not being on our phones all the, all the time but i think social media kind of plays a part in all that kind of as a problem but yeah and speaking of social media if you do have instagram um, definitely give us a follow and some likes on at KJ underscore after underscore dark on Instagram. Yeah, so regardless of what we were saying about social media, you should definitely get on social media and do exactly <laughs> what Joanne just said and follow us on the Instagram. <laughs> and YouTube, we're on YouTube as well, KJ after dark. Where are, well, sorry, is that pretty much it? Yeah, I mean, I think we do have a facebook account but i haven't really updated that part so it's probably nothing there don't, yeah. don't check out the don't facebook. check out facebook just youtube and instagram is enough to put a smile on our faces perfect so this is episode number seven which means we've had this will be our sixth game review and we put quite a bit of time in this last week into this game in particular and we both liked it um the game of the week for us was lost ark uh, it's fairly new it's probably the only game we reviewed that was newly released at least in the last month or so and joanne i know you particularly like this one so i'll go ahead and let you talk about it this time what do you got for everybody Okay, well, Lost Ark, where do I even start? Um, I'm going to compare it a lot with WoW. So, um, yeah, so it starts with the character creation. And for here, you have like five different classes to pick from. There's warrior, there's martial artist, there's um, gunners, mage, and also assassins. And they have like advanced classes within those classes that you could pick from. And my character is a mage bard and i use my harp to fight the enemies because i play music and then the enemies kind of like get struck by my musical notes and it's so cool the effects are so cool anyways i'll talk more about the characters later um and kevin what was your character again so i chose the gunner and subset for the gunner the artillerist so my guy runs around with you know, a giant you know, it seems to be kind of like everything like it shoots rockets it shoots bullets has a flamethrower like all kinds of like crazy missiles and stuff like that um i think i'm supposedly like a little slower than most people as far as like how quick you can move around or um running speed but a lot of firepower from this guy and you know, a lot of explosions and just like it's just, it was just like an action-packed class it seems like so that's like a lot of fun i don't really get a, a lot of rpgs with classes exactly like this one so it's kind of one of the reasons i chose it and so far i'm liking my selection there's a couple other ones like martial artist type ones that i wanted to try to so maybe i'll give a different class a shot later on down the road but definitely really happy with what i chose in this game for now um i also wanted to say before we get into this too much is that 
if if you are interested in checking out Lost Ark, it is completely free to play. At least right now, I don't know if that's ever going to change in the future. If you have uh, Steam, you can download it there for free. If you don't have Steam, Steam is free. So go download Steam and then get Lost Ark and you can play it 100% free. Yeah, thanks, Kevin, for the information about um, getting the game on Steam. Definitely check it out. If you're into World of Warcraft or any MMORPG game, it's like this is one of those cool ones. So um, for the character creation, though, the only difference between this and WoW is that the, um, the classes are gender lock. So you can't really pick what gender you want for some of it. I don't know why it's like that, but yeah that's one of the difference and the game itself is really cool it has a cool storyline um about the art being missing and then you have to find pieces of it and i don't know it just keeps giving you quests to to get there and then you know there's a protagonist and the antagonist and it's really cool how the colors are kind of similar to alliance and horde but that's how a lot of games are i guess you know the blue typical blue and gold and red and black and then there's dungeons there's colossal world bosses to fight against and hordes of enemies um very similar in that sense the the graphics and everything it's it's really um, detailed. Are pretty good. They're, yeah they're very pretty they're, they're definitely you know of this age you know they mm -hmm. don't look or feel old at all kind of um, reminds me of final fantasy don't you think like yeah, the characters yeah, not, and does so. um, not cartoony or anything like that so i mean if you haven't seen it um if you have you probably know exactly what we're talking about already but yeah i know you said you're kind of comparing this to wow and i think myself kind of doing that a bit as well just because wow is kind of that other rpg that we have spent a decent amount of time in and i'm sure a lot of other people have i think kind of the major difference is that i noticed that lost ark feels a lot more linear um you know it's not really open world yeah Different, kind of like you kind of have to go like you, say, right? you know zones one two three four you, kind of, you can't really just skip around or go any direction you want you kind of have to go in mm -hmm. particular order and you can't really branch off too far if you do you kind of just run into dead ends um going different directions but yeah that's um and also i, I did notice they are seem to be pretty meticulous about how they like designed the the quest order and all of that like they usually don't send you like backwards or you know back to a place that you've already been unless it's like a major town or something like that but they're usually good about like keeping you moving in one direction with the quests you know you don't mm -hmm. like, you don't usually go back and talk to the exact same person like over and over again it's kind of always progressing you forward into you know, further down in the in the same area or into the next area so it's, it's it feels like they really put a lot of thought into that whereas i think when world of warcraft first came out and you know vanilla wow that uh i think that was one of the things that they were known for not being very good at of making people travel really long ways for quests and usually just go a long ways to turn something in and then go all the way back and just felt like a lot of people's times were time was wasted but that's not really doesn't really seem to be the case um here like it's really quick to yeah. run quests they're really short easy objectives yeah. uh, like you don't even really have to like read it all that closely just go to the area and kill something and you finish the quest you know so it's very simple questing and if you're like you can play it solo if you wanted or you could play it with someone else or other people yeah, in a group in a group as well so yeah so yeah. that part is quite similar to wow and apart from the regular quests the character building and the graphics another thing that's fun about it is that it has a lot of like achievements to get just like just kind of just like wow but um more like 
it it goes per zone, right? Which which continent you're in or which yeah, we're talking like that too because like you feel if you, you know this really satisfies the completionist in you, and they like separate it by zone. So like you don't have to collect a hundred of something in every zone or like I'm trying to say here, but so like instead of collecting a thousand of something, if you collect a hundred of them ten times, like you, you get the achievement basically for like a hundred in every zone or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of breaks it down into like smaller chunks where you kind of still feel like you've got everything in the you know first few zones maybe you're still working on the later ones but um, definitely has a satisfaction factor in it yeah definitely and there's also like other side stuff like collectibles which is oh, a rapport building rapport with certain characters it's kind of like um what do you call it like reputation yeah in, reputation in, in wow building reputation but in wow it's more like with a with the army or with a group of people and this is more like with a single person and you have to um kind of win win the heart of yeah, that they just character like basically that person you they give you stuff when, yeah as soon as they like you more and you you know play certain songs for them as you learn new songs because apparently like their instrument is kind of a big part of each class yes not just a bard that really sounds like a bard thing but pretty much every class has this um, or you give them certain items and you gain reputation with them or you do certain emotes because like you learn yeah. emotes as you go through the game and i guess each people you do different emotes towards and gain like reputation or rapport with them so kind of one other thing to you can do in the game mm-hmm. and the bard why i said it's like more musical is only like when you strum your harp and then you can see like waves of musical notes coming out of your harp that that's what i meant by like musical with the bard but or if you're like me and you want like sort of musical fire. notes if you want to kill people with rockets and flamethrowers and machine guns and stuff like that you know they have that for you too so yeah. either way so but I think there's an expansion coming soon, right? Isn't there? Uh, I don't. I mean, I know there was a patch or an update yeah. that they just had, which I think unlocked some more endgame content. Um, I think they made a few things easier for current endgame content. Kind of normal for you know, big MMOs of this scale to kind of do updates like that. Uh, I know okay. this game is new in the U.S. on Western servers, yeah. but it's been out, I think, in Korea and Russia and maybe, maybe a couple other places for quite a while. Uh, since 2019, yeah. We actually have a friend of ours who's been playing it for maybe a good year or so, and in those other regions, they have other classes that they have released beyond the, I think, what, four we have? Five. We have five um, main classes and 15 advanced classes, supposedly. Yeah, so they're going to be releasing even more, which is pretty cool because, I mean, at least the RPGs we're used to don't release, like, new classes all that often. Pretty rare. So if they have quite a few that are already developed just in different regions and they're bringing them over here, that's a lot of cool stuff to look forward to. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, nice viewpoints in there, like... The cinematics are awesome and then the, the screenshots if you want to take screenshots of villages and stuff like that it's it's really like the pictures don't even do them justice i mean i tried and i'm just blown away by how pretty it is i mean it's it's like graphics from final fantasies gameplay are like wow running around and not open world so much like diablo <laughs> there's like a mixture of everything in this one game which is why i am really putting my heart into it um yeah we we uh 
decided to try this game off a recommendation of Strife, uh, Strife from in, Discord. In Discord. Please check it out. And, you know, I kind of, what I knew about this game, I didn't really think I was going to like it just because I wasn't really looking for a game that this is, that is as deep and time consuming and, you know, long to complete like this. I'm kind of been more drawn towards the quicker games, games we can jump in and out of week by week and still have a really good time with. And I think I'm trying to find reasons not to like this game, but that's getting harder and harder to do. You know, I, I think it's one that we're, as we move on to you know, games of the week next week and so and going forward, you can see, definitely see us coming back and continuing to keep play, play this one um, when we do have a little bit of extra time. Yeah, and the funny thing is, like, this game, they also have this card collection or card catalog in it, which you don't use the card to duel or anything not that i know of it was just like collectibles so like yeah a lot of the characters in the game have their own cards and you just collect them and and you can't even play with sets. them <laughs> you don't even I... really get to do i don't know why they're cards at all or like yeah i know so basically you collect them and if you collect an entire set and you get like bonuses if you like equip those cards you don't really equip them but you like make a deck out of them and you get the bonuses you have enough of them same category of cards so i don't know not really a huge part of the game it'd be kind of cool if you could play with them too that'd be cool like if they had like a something like gwent right mm -hmm. witcher had i know or hearthstone like yeah. <laughs> but maybe they have that plan you never know maybe they maybe. started out with this and then they're just like kind of wanting to surprise us in the future you never know all right so, so should we should we go ahead and get into our uh, category ratings yes all right, so category number one, as always, is convenience. Joanne, what did you think about the convenience for this one? I think it's pretty convenient. I would give it probably a 10, actually. Because 10 on convenience. I'm, I, mean, I wait, gotta ask why. Uh, yeah, you gotta ask why, yeah. Because um, first, I think it's so easy to teleport from one place to another, and you don't have to get to a certain flight path like you have to in a while, you know, to fly to one place. And then another thing why I like it is that you can just teleport to a safe zone and be AFK if you need to handle your babies and stuff like that. As a gamer parent, that's a very huge point for convenience because kids cry when you're gaming and it's no penalty to me. I think if you die halfway in a dungeon, you resurrect like right away. You don't even have to run all the way back in and stuff like that. So I think this game is pretty convenient and even if you did die somewhere that you're not in the safe zone, you don't lose much. It's not like you drop a whole bunch of Stygia or something like in Shadowlands. But that is my opinion. Well, I guess I gave it a 10 so there's no buts, huh? If you gave it a 10, then I'm expecting zero negatives. Okay, zero in negatives. category of convenience. I have a few. Um, and just to kind of re-explain, I don't know if it's been a while, but on the category of convenience, what we're talking about is as a gamer parent, we have other responsibilities that kind of infringe on, you know, any gaming time and all that. Like maybe our time is limited, so with something that we can kind of hop in and out of pretty quickly, something that's not penalizing if we need to step away, um, you know, or we can kind of get to a point where we can step away rather quickly. So I guess a few notes on that for the convenience for Lost Ark. I'm giving it a seven. So I mean, better than average is kind of what I'm thinking. Um, Notice most of the areas, like the enemies, they they always spawn in the same spot and they oh, yeah. they don't really wander around very much. 
like very little actually so like you can just find a corner of the map like where there's no enemies and just go afk there if you need to and you're you're most likely going to be just fine um i think we're like level 30 ish maybe just shy of 30 and we haven't like noticed any like pvp yet so you don't really have to worry about somebody coming up and killing you while you're afk or like as far as another player um so all that stuff is good and you know even just beyond that there's a lot of like towns and outposts pretty regularly or like you know west areas where there's like friendly npcs so let's run to one of those you know if you need to step away or um you know quit the game really quickly like joanne said you can also like teleport somewhere safe although that kind of like a hearthstone type thing it takes a while to do that and you can't take any damage so you kind of have to be in a safe place already to even do that uh, a negative for the convenience though at least through steam um and i don't know if that's the only way you can launch the game but it takes forever to launch the game i don't think i've ever had a game take this long to start up there may be some other ones out there that are worse but i mean it takes a good i don't know four minutes five minutes of like just the loading icon it seems like and we have pretty good computers so I don't think that's the issue. It just takes way longer to, to launch the game than any other game that I've played. So that's kind of why I ended up with a 7. Wow, that's hard. But I see your point. What's the next um, category? Next category is communication. Kind of focused on, you know, you're playing it with your significant other. Does it kind of drive good communication and, you know, for the reason of bonding and all of that between mm -hmm. each other? What do you think about communication? I would give it a 7. I mean, we don't really communicate during the game, so it should be low, but with the, you know, amount of how much there is to do in the game, like collecting achievements and and leveling up and doing dungeons, it is definitely a plus for after the game or in between game uh, talks where um, you and your significant other can um, share thoughts about it or about your gear about your fighting ways and stuff like that um that's what i enjoy talking to kevin about when we're not playing the game it's just like so much to discuss after um and that's why i said it's a good game for communication not so much during the game but mostly after the game well actually if you're doing dungeons you might want to communicate more i i can foresee when we get a, into a higher level like level 50 and doing end game raids and stuff um we would definitely need to be on discord a chat more but yeah what are your thoughts mine's a seven what about you yeah I, I see this being a game where the communication requirement changes as you progress probably increasing more um right now i'm giving it a five which is kind of smack dab in the middle um Mostly because I feel like at this point, I mean, the game is extremely easy so far. Um, most things die really quickly. Like, you don't have to communicate with anybody to progress. It's easy to play solo, you know, through the quests and everything we have so far. Even most of the dungeons you can do solo, which is pretty strange compared to most RPGs. So, I mean, maybe as things get more difficult and you rely more on other players, that definitely drives a lot of the communication. Then again, there is so much you can do in the game. Like, you know, for for example, we go hunting for Makoko seeds all the time. And oh, I love Makoko seeds! So cute. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah. It definitely like especially like the, the sound effect whenever you pick one up. I don't even remember what it is, but I remember like it just like, ding, 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 drives ding, ding, happiness. Yeah. Ding, ding, uh, every time ding, ding, you get a Makoko seed, there's like over a thousand of them in the game. It's one of the things you try to collect, and they're in almost every single area. 
So usually, like, if we find one, we're, we're always communicating on that, calling them out, making sure the other person doesn't miss anything. Um, but as far as communication, that's kind of it. I, I think with the five, I'm kind of giving it benefit of the doubt that it's going to be better kind of towards the end of the game. That's just, I would be really surprised if I'm wrong about that. So um, being a little bit gracious there, I guess, on communication. The next category is story. Ooh. And I know story is important to you. Yes. What did you think about the story? I like the story. Like every bit of it right now where we're fighting that demon and trying to help restore the arc and stuff like that. So I would give the story a 10. It's, I mean, the cinematics are amazing. And, you know, it's just... I just love how they put so much detail into stuff like that. Even the side quests and collectibles have like little stories of their own where you have to like treasure hunt for um, letters and stuff like that. You know, the hidden letters. Yeah. Yeah. So those are like, like cool to find out about a bit more about each character in the game itself. Some are dead and some are like love stories. So um, yeah, I would give it a 10. I might be biased, but (laughs) Yeah, I'm. Um, when it comes to story, I think story is usually a little bit less important to me, unless it's means if it's a really good story that I can really latch onto. I really like it. Like a lot of Final Fantasy games get that way with me, but like for RPGs like this one, I have a bad habit of just like skipping through everything, and you know, I'll watch most cinematics. Um, but I feel like nowadays it's like I don't have time for to read through paragraph after paragraph of quest and you know why this lady needs whatever fruit for something she's trying to cook that i'm supposedly going to try and collect to finish off this quest I mean that kind of stuff doesn't really matter so like i tend to skip through a lot of stuff like even the primary quests that i probably shouldn't do um but i mean they do have a lot of cinematics like most of the dungeons have like a scene type of thing that they throw in there so i like watching those i like getting my story in that way and so far those are pretty good uh, and i feel like the characters will kind of just talk like during or after you're kind of i'm zooming through the, the written dialogue but they'll kind of say like the important stuff so i feel like i'm still getting story that way without having to waste a bunch of time reading a lot i'm not really a big reader um, so with that stuff in mind i gave the story an eight Okay. But not fair quite point. the not quite the ten that you did, but I think eight's pretty good. Yeah. I'm just hoping they kind of keep up with it. I feel like you know there's a few characters that we've kind of quested with repeatedly that we're starting to learn more about and kind of see them advance and grow. And you know the the without spoiling anything, you know the main villain kind of keeps showing up over and over again. I'm sure there's going to be different villains going forward, but really excited to see how the story progresses. Yep. Me too. What's next? Next category is repeatability. Oh, well, obviously you see how often I've been playing it. Like, even when the days are rough and the nights seem like I need a break and this is my break. So, it is my therapy. (laughs) You know, when I played WoW, I thought no other game would make me be immersed into it as much as WoW. And this game did it. So I would definitely give it a 10 on repeatability. Yeah, that's, uh, I think repeatability is definitely high here. Um, I don't know how we can cram a sliver of the content of this game in just a week. 
you know, like I said, we got to about like level 30 or so in the last few days, which I think already is pretty good. And not to mention all the collectible stuff we've been talking about, like the Makoko seeds, like there's so much you can do. It's kind of similar to WoW I'm thinking about that way, where every time you log in, it's like, well, what do I want to do this time? There's like a long list of things you could get into and do, and that's achievements or just leveling your character or all this kind of stuff. Not to mention you can make an alt and, you know, play different classes and have a completely different experience going through the same story and, you know, same quests, but completely different set of skills everything everything like that just to keep the game interesting so i am also giving repeatability a 10 perfect score from both of us that's the first time we both gave the same game a 10 in the same category Mm. so last category we have is the fun factor joanne what do you think about fun for this game and i would say i think fun is probably the most important out of everything because if you ain't having fun don't play it true I give it a 10. Definitely a 10. Because I'm having a blast playing it. I don't even see it being a game of the week. It may be the game of the year. Maybe the game of the year. Maybe we play a little bit every week for the entire year. Yeah, because we still have to explore other game of the week. So this would be like um, something we go to when we have time in between. (laughs) Maybe maybe next week is Lost Ark Part 2. Then Lost Ark Part 3 and this becomes a Lost Ark podcast. I don't know what's going to happen. We we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So, what about you? A 10 from you for fun. I don't think you have to explain it very much given like every... Okay, let's see. It's pretty much every category you've given a 10 except for communication. So this is almost <laughs> a perfect game to you. So I'm not surprised with the 10 on fun. Um, although this is, this is a fun game. I cannot deny that. I don't think we've given it enough time to really let it develop and kind of see what endgame content is like, see how the story develops experience other classes playing with other players you know player versus player so there's so much we haven't done yet which i want to at least test the waters for so i'm not convinced yet that it is the perfect game in terms of fun although it is very fun for me and, and i've played a lot of games so it says a lot but i give it a nine in fun i just i can't give it the perfect score for fun but i can give it a nine okay so what's our total? I think mine is 47. Yes, your, your total came out to be a 47 out of 50, which, like I said, almost a perfect score. I'd be really surprised if you go higher like on any other game. I don't know. Maybe, maybe every game to you is a lot of fun. But... Well, we never rated WoW. I mean, WoW would probably be like higher because WoW, you really need that communication when you are rating and stuff, you know? That's true. I mean... Mm-hmm. WoW is probably my most played game of all time. Yep. As far as number of hours and days put into it, you know, sweat, blood, and tears that I poured into that game. <laughs> so I probably have to give it really high ratings and probably everything except for convenience. But, you know, that's we're not rating WoW here. We're rating Lost Ark. But yeah. pretty similar in terms of overall feel of the game. Yeah. My total did come out to be a 39. So I was a little bit lower than you in most categories. Definitely a lot of, lost a lot more points that way, mm-hmm. um, but thirty nine is still a pretty solid score, at least compared to a lot of other games that we've been rating so far. Yeah. I think that's the highest rating that I have given, but still a forty seven. Wow, that's crazy. We'll see if uh, <laughs> if we ever get up that high for you for any other game. I know if if only we had this podcast while we were playing WoW and Witcher, that might actually be pretty close to this for me maybe you'll like final fantasy 14 or something like that i could see you really liking a game like that 
Yep. Anyways, that's our rating for Lost Ark. Uh, we did have a stream for the game on Tuesday, and that video is on YouTube. So if you want to check out us actually playing it, then we got some fun, interesting stuff in there. I, I don't remember if we had the Salt Giant fight in there or not. I don't think so. I think that was right after we stopped recording. But we end like right after we stopped recording, we had like a twenty-minute fight with a region boss, which kind of no, like a world boss. Actually, it was in there. The salt giant was in there. Was it in there? I could have sworn the we stopped. dungeon wasn't in there. Yeah, and then we did a dungeon after that, which was really cool. So I feel like we didn't capture the coolest stuff of the night. It was kind of all the more mild, tame stuff, mm -hmm. which is still cool. You still get to see a lot of the animation and maybe some cutscenes. You know, just doing some questing. Um, you know, just killing some random stuff. So mm -hmm. I guess really entry level, you know, opening up to the game a little bit. So we should totally stream it again when we yeah, reach we level maybe, fifty or something. Yeah. yeah maybe <laughs> we do another recap stream or something else. Uh, or maybe even another day other than a Tuesday. But um yeah. that said, every Tuesday you can check us out on YouTube at nine thirty central, AJ After Dark channel. So we should be streaming again this upcoming Tuesday be a day or two after this episode comes out so uh, it'll be next game of the week that we will be streaming don't know what that is going to be yet i Glenn know and i got to talk and figure that out but anyways it's always a lot of fun so come uh talk with us hang out with us yeah be sure to check out the youtube channel check out the last stream mm -hmm. and we'll catch you soon bye